Hello, and welcome to Creativehood. I'm your host, Melanie, and today we are joined by a graphic designer. Hello, I'm Megan. I'm a graphic designer, which means that I design graphics. Very cool. How'd you get into that? By accident. Tell us more. I went to college, knew I didn't want to pursue English because I don't want to teach. And I was looking at different descriptions and I've always liked illustrating. And I saw a class called Illustrator. So I was like, perfect, I'll take that. Then I learned to read the class descriptions because that was about uh, learning the program Illustrator and not actually illustrating. Two very different things, knowing how to draw and how to use a program called Illustrator. I'm sure you've learned your lesson since then. And also Illustrator. And you use that every day, right, in your job? I love Illustrator. It is my program of choice, so it worked out well in the end. What other programs have you learned how to use? Photoshop, InDesign. I hesitate to say Dreamweaver because I took one class and promptly forgot everything I learned in about halfway through the class. I learned Cinema 4D, which is a 3D modeling program, which I loved. Did you always know you wanted to be a graphic designer? Sounds like not really. How do you feel about it now? I love it a lot now. Um, I knew I always, I've always loved story and graphic design has been a really nice way to pursue telling story and like communicating with people Mm -hmm. and still get paid. Yeah, that's so true. Tell us more about what you do on a day to day basis. What can someone who's wanting to pursue being a graphic designer, what can they expect? You can expect me sitting at a computer for a very long amount of time. (laughs) In all seriousness, it's, I think on paper it would sound really boring. You, You get to work, you look at your list of tasks that you have to do, it's your never ending Asana list. You get halfway done, you think you're getting to the end and then 10 more appear. Uh, It's hard to give like a specific day-to-day thing because it it does change. Every day's different and every day's the same. It's weird. Um, But you'll have projects that come in and it's like design an email banner or, you know, work on this huge campaign that we're doing and proof, like edit a workbook that you've been working on like some some projects are really quick like a newsletter banner takes me two three five minutes depending on how complex it is and then I have other projects that I've been working on for weeks and will work on for more weeks uh usually you're in you're always in like you're starting a project you're working on projects and you're finishing a project like my goal is to at least get one thing checked off every day that doesn't always work but you try because like You can do all of your work quickly and efficiently, and in the end, you're still going to be waiting on other people because your job is always, if you work in a department, you're always waiting for feedback or reviews or copy or the parameters of the design. (laughs) I can't count how many tasks I've gotten where it's just, just the name of the project, no other information, just the name. And that's kind of like what you do is you go in work on projects you get tired of that project you switch to another project and you go back to the other project hopefully you check something off start something new tell someone no i can't make this in two days then you go home hopefully you eat lunch not in that order 
So if someone wants to be a graphic designer, mm -hmm. what are some steps they could take today to start getting ready for that? The nice thing about graphic design is you don't actually need like a four-year degree for that or any kind of degree, really. They're useful, especially if you're like me and you had no experience going into it. Uh, some people learn better with tutors, other people don't. Uh, what you really need is a portfolio that shows your work um, with graphic design or really any kind of like art industry, your portfolio is going to be king. Mm -hmm. And can you describe what a portfolio is? Mm -hmm. A portfolio, for the longest time, a portfolio was like a physical book where you showcased the best of your work now that can be like, now most people expect that to be like a website or a presentation if you're going to be in person. But it just, it's usually somewhere between 10 to 20 pieces of your best work. You want to, to show like your best work, but also like your thought process process. So you might show five projects and then have like your final product, your sketches, your revisions and everything like that, because more than your final work, what will get people to hire you is how you work, like what, how you do design is what sets you apart from everyone else. So that's the best way that people can get to know you and your process and see like how they're, how you're going to fit with their company. Mm -hmm. like Very cool. And with design, it's always changing. There's trends that are always changing. Mm -hmm. How do you stay up to date on what's hip and how do you bring that to your day-to-day -day work? Ooh. So that's hard. I struggle with keeping up with the trends. I got lucky in a couple of ways. I worked at a company where for a while where they actually had people who came and taught us trends, like they told us the trends that were coming up. And through that, I've been able to kind of learn like what to look for, especially if you're in the design industry and you're looking for like, you have to do things like products or labels or anything like of that sort. Uh, I just recommend A, being on the internet, but even more than that, just go to mass market stores, go to indie stores, like go to a lot of different places, look at a lot of different things touch stuff, smell stuff, usually, um, hold it, like really interact with other things people have created and learn what you like, what you don't like and what other people like and don't like, like don't just stay in your little bubble, like expose yourself to as many different ideas and things as you can. That's great advice. Um, so let's talk about you a little bit more. So your journey, you've been kind of all over the place, country-wise, and moving around a lot. And your career actually started somewhere else, and then you moved surprisingly. Can you tell us more about that? So I stayed where I was at because they had just launched an MFA program there. I'm like, cool, I want to do more school. Didn't want to pay for more school, so I got a job at the school, not in my career field I was a janitor for like a year and a half and the plan was get into get into the master's program put off having to figure out my life for another <laughs> couple of years mm -hmm. get a better degree never actually got into the MFA program got rejected like three times after the third time I kind of realized like maybe maybe I'm not supposed to go to uh get my MFA at this point in time and so I spent a lot of time Applying pretty much anywhere else. I, I lived, I was at a small town at that point. So 
there weren't really very many graphic design opportunities. Right about the year and seven month mark, I got a really big break. There was a creative director at a candle company in town who essentially took a chance with me because my portfolio was not good. They had no idea what no idea what I was doing. I had no experience outside of school, but she believed in me, hired me. That was I got to work at that company for about a year and a half, um, during which time they got bought by a larger company who owned another very well-known candle brand. They bought them somewhere around January, and then by November they decided what they were going to do with the creative department. There's only three of us, so they offered, they weren't going to have the creative people in that town anymore. So they gave us the opportunity to move to their new headquarters. So I, w- I ended up moving. I didn't want to, but I also did not want to go back to being a janitor, which is pretty much the only option once this creative department left town. So I moved here January of 2018, kicking and screaming. And here is New Jersey, oh, yeah. and it's very city-like, which is very different than the Small town country. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how has that adjustment been for you? Horrible. <laughs> it's uh, rough. It was rough. rough. I actively hated it for like the first four months, I think, I was here. I got really lucky because I got plugged into a church here, mm-hmm. which is was super helpful, especially when five months after I moved here, they decided to let go of my entire department. So uh, it's just been a roller coaster for it's you. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. They moved me up here and then left me. I ended up getting a job with the church though, and that's been really what it's been crazy how my life has turned out. And what has that been like though, working at a church? What does a graphic designer do for a church? I thought it was going to be a lot different than what I was used to because I mean, to be frank, you don't really expect a church to have that much need for graphic design. My experience with church was you either don't notice their design at all or you notice and it's not for good reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I got really lucky that this is like a really, they really appreciate design at this church and they want to do it well. So I have a lot of work, but I mean, honestly, it's very similar to any kind of job where I have to do like print materials. I do booklets and flyers and So outside of your job, what creative endeavors do you do to fill your time? Time, fill my time like I have time to fill. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have this problem where I come up with ideas of things I'm really excited about and then I have to implement them. That second step is really... The second step is the the hard one. And kind of crucial, but you know. (laughs) We're dreamers. It's true. Um, it's the ever-present battle of the creative, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love writing. Uh, that was my first passion, writing and stories. So I have like, you know, eight books. Yeah, you're not even you're not taking on small writing projects either. No, you're taking on like full-on novels. Novel types, the eight of them. I have, I have, I plan them out in phases because otherwise I was just going to cry at the amount of work. And then, like, two graphic novels, so that's even more work, because that's all the words plus all the pictures. And then on top of that, I have, like, other, like, design stuff I want to do. Like, I love making patterns, and I want to do product design, and I want to sleep, <laughs> and I want to learn how to 3D model. And My interests never stop. I never stop finding new things to be interested in. Mm-hmm. But I, I do find that I'm running very short on time. <laughs> 
You're the definition of creative hood, which is defined as a curious state of mind. Yeah. And I feel like you're one of those people who's always learning and always taking in new ways of drawing, new ways of writing. And another purpose of this podcast of why I want to make it is so we can demystify creative mm-hmm. careers such as the one you're in. But also, what other careers did you come across at your agency that you were working at that you didn't know about? Basically, the, the people who like did trends. So they would go to conventions and they would study people and do a lot of surveys and do like massive store like searches. Like they do all of this work and compile it and then take it to like we, they were usually fragrance houses that were coming to us. They would do these massive studies throughout the year. Wow. And would like plan out the trends two, three years in advance. That's crazy. Like you could answer the trends before they actually like hit the market because what's really interesting about design and like creation and the like retail field is that fashion moves very fast uh, especially like the higher fashion you go the faster it moves and then that usually trickles down in a lot of ways and it touches like everything like you can find connections and trends in fashion to food to perfume to candles to like a lot of stuff and it all trickles down at different times and depending on you know like what store you're in like if you're in an indie store that moves a lot faster than if you're say in a Kmart Mm -hmm. Um, but it all eventually reaches those places which is why you might see sloths you know like I was like what two years ago I was like really in like the little indie pop shops and now they're everywhere again where the unicorn stuff like that started off as like really niche artsy. And now, you know, you have frappuccinos and unicorn snot. What have been some influences in your life? Stories. I'd have to say, I mean, really all of my inspiration or like interests stem from some kind of story or another. So be that book or television show or genre. Like I love anime. That's been a huge influence on my life. British humor has been a huge influence on my work. And then just, like, artists that I find that I just, like, I love the stories that they tell. And if I love the story that they tell, I usually end up loving the vehicle in which they tell it. Do you think you'll be a graphic designer forever? I think I'll design graphics forever. I don't know if I'll do it as a career forever just because my life has been in flux design is a part of my life now like that's not ever gonna go away really Mm -hmm. yeah like you were saying if you don't know what you want to do now just start doing something kind of and Mm -hmm. the paths always change and kind of what I keep asking people too is like even though we have jobs that we love right now it's not always where we see ourselves forever either Mm -hmm. and careers are not just a one-track thing and so you can start in one thing and meander on into another, and that's fine And how most people live their careers. What other types of graphic design is there? This is Graphic design is, I think one of my favorite things about this industry is how varied it is. Uh, it's very broad and very specific. All at the same time, there's, you know, you can go down the route of, you know, print material, so you can do catalogs, you can do... Uh, booklets, you can do flyers, you can do posters, you can do billboards, you can do app design, you can do web design, and you can specialize in all of these things. You can be 
someone who specializes in branding, someone who specializes in logos or illustrations, or you can go the other route and do, I think one part of the industry that really fascinates me is you can do graphic design for film. And I'm not talking like advertisements like movie posters or your trailers or anything like that, but like the actual physical materials that are used in a film, like a newspaper or a sign in the background or things like that. Like that requires graphic design and study. And I think that's fascinating. What type of person does it take? What kind of personality traits or work habits does it take to become a graphic designer? Because graphic design is so varied, I think so can the type of person who works in that field. Uh, Some common things you need, you really need to be able to manage your time. You're either going to have five million things on your plate or you will have one thing on your plate. There will be no in between. So you need to be able to know how to like do a lot or do a little and not go crazy. Your work, like your physical work is individual like you're not usually sitting at a computer with another person like designing something it is so very collaborative even if like i'm right now the only graphic designer in the entire company that i work for well church that i work for i'm the only one who does the design but i still collaborate with every department you're always going to need to be able to take input from other people yeah being able to communicate with them and understand what they want out of a design and how to make that come to life and right because unlike you know your fine arts or things like that you could make cases about this being different for other art fields but for graphic design in particular the point of it is to communicate a message to someone else or to an audience and it, it's very hard to communicate effectively if you're only good at communicating with yourself is there anything else you want people to know about graphic design I don't know. There's always going to be someone who's better than you. So take that as an opportunity to learn instead of being discouraged when your work isn't where other people's is. Now the big question. How would you define creativity? The big existential question that makes you lie awake at night. Um, Honestly, I don't think creativity is as complicated or as mystical as a lot of people think it is. It's literally just the act of creation not to be that person who defines something with itself. But I mean, honestly, it's usually, it's a response to a problem or a question or an idea. And it usually, like it can be anything. It can be creating a solution to a math problem or writing a story because you're like, what if this and this happened? Or you cross this with this or, your closet's super disorganized, and so you create a solution to that. The other big question, what do you want to pass on to the next generation? Stay in school. But, I mean, that's a, it's a little corny, but you don't have to stay in physical school. I think the educational system is good for some people and not good for others, but you should always be looking to learn. I think as long as you are actively searching for something to grow, like, to gain from whatever situation it is, whether it's like personal growth or creative growth. As long as you're looking to, you're staying in an attitude where you want to learn, you're looking to learn. Like even if you're not where you're at career-wise or you you aren't where you want to be for like whatever stage in life, if you're looking to learn and you're actively seeking to like do more than you did the day before, you're going to get 
someplace that you're excited to be at some point. Even if you love the work that you do now, keep working on it because you're going to look back one day and be like, oh, I can't believe I liked that. Like you're going to grow in your skills and who you are as a person. And also, like a lot of people say, follow your passions or stuff like that. If you don't know what you want to do right now, that's okay. If you're going to school and you have no idea what you're going to study, that's okay. I know plenty of people who have a degree in one thing and they're in something completely different and it wasn't, like their degree wasn't worthless. They might not be using it in the way that they thought they were, but you still use those experiences in your life. So it's okay if you don't know what you're going to study, you don't know what you're going to do, like you'll get there. (laughs) Thank you for your time, Megan. This has been so cool to learn more about graphic design and your journey. And I hope this inspires someone to follow in your footsteps. Maybe not all of my good steps. Every single one. Sorry. All right. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Why are you waving? (laughs)